Hello everybody, my name is Chris Pollard. I'm known as Mr. Chris to the kids of Little Pieces Club, and this is the podcast to go along with each episode that your kids have available to them uh, so that you can join in and understand the concepts and uh, themes that we talk about through Little Pieces Club episodes. I'm a pediatrician that's been in an academic institution for approximately 15 years. I'm a child of divorce myself, and I created Little Pieces Club Ministries um, to help kids connect with biblical context, psychology, and uh, resilient science. And essentially what we're doing is building a healing connection with God, self, and others. You will see in the videos our contact information, including our public-facing Facebook group, Twitter handles, Instagram, TikTok, and email. I am a feedback-driven person, so please never hesitate to uh, get in touch with me or give suggestions. This is the podcast for episode one. This was done uh, approximately May 7th in 2020, and I'm going back through and generating the podcasts as my content has evolved. So what we're doing is we're looking back into the very early phases of COVID lockdown. Uh, so I was very topical about what was going on at that time. And so you'll see us address some pretty typical questions when people have to deal with the suffering uh, that comes along with something like a pandemic. I quickly reviewed the at-home format, and as we always will talk about on these podcasts, um, it mirrors what we do in person. And that is we invite the kids in, and we have a certain 15 to 20 minute um, playtime. And the reason that's important is because many kids recovering from divorce and separation, um, as family changes occur, they have less and less time to play and just be. And so one of the underlying themes of Little Pieces Club, and uh, hopefully we can mirror it at home, is the idea that we're working Sabbath or a defined Sabbath rest time into their weekly routine. So after that time uh, spent in introduction, uh, we usually share a meal together in snack time and then uh, go through weekly prayer requests and just go through our, our week in terms of anything that was um, making us angry, sad, disgusted, fearful, uh, joyful, or reminded us of something that we did very, uh, uh, that we enjoyed and had fun with. The video lesson or a lesson then follows, and then that's um, the midsection of this. And then we invite kids to finish up with that same fun activity that they did. The other thing that we do is we respect kids' uh, desire for both solitude or community. And so with the at-home resources, I'm trying to make them available and transparent enough that you can allow them to um, view on their own uh, or invite uh, sibling, parent, special adult <clears throat> to be with them. So as we go through the video, the way it's meant to be consumed is that it, when they get to a certain point, they will stop the video and do the activity. And if you are home and 
um, able to supervise if they're doing this on their own, uh, you can help them understand that we are trying to keep them away from screen time uh, so that they can learn um, the joys of non-screen time activities. The next period to stop is the snack and prayer time. And there is a sheet uh, that can be downloaded um, from the internet on the public Facebook group uh, that is their weekly prayer sheet. Um, I, it is my intention that this sheet is laminated so that they can write on that lamination and then erase it when they're done. Um, we are honestly trying to get them to write feelings out and then let them pass, uh, which is a very good resiliency mechanism for kids as opposed to dwelling or suppressing emotions. But then at each uh, for each type of emotion, knowing that they can still take that to God in prayer um, is the ideal. And realize that many, many kids, they kind of, they're actually doing okay. And uh, so we don't dwell on these feelings. It's just giving them an opportunity and making sure that they know that they can lay it out if they need to. So getting into the meat of the lesson part of episode one uh, is where we're at. So um, the slide I'm looking at is lesson uh, session one. So we're acknowledging that the COVID-19 virus can seem pretty scary and that varies widely by um, your understanding of the virus, your age, that kind of thing. Um, but when things like this happen, it's very common that people ask, why does God let this stuff happen? And so I am always trying to direct people back to the Bible and say, hey, what do the biblical authors have to say about this? So we're going to talk about a couple passages today. The first one is Genesis 6.13. God said to Noah, the end has come for all creatures since they have filled the earth with violence. I am now about to destroy them along with the earth. And the reason I bring this up is because, you know, if there are people out there that say, hey, God is all good and he's great and he's wonderful. And it's like, wait a minute, there are some pretty clear passages that he set out to um, destroy what was there. And that can be pretty scary. So that's why we need to spend some time on that. And I think with Little Pieces Club, I try not to shy away from that stuff with the kids because... I believe it builds a barrier to kind of truly understanding the breadth and width of the character of God. And if we try to gloss over it with kind of, um, you know, neat and shiny terms, kids do pick up on that after a while. And so they tend to turn away thinking that we're not telling them the whole truth. So we do talk about these things, and I think um, it makes an impression for them. So the next passage to kind of demonstrate this character is Exodus 7.4. Uh, there's a picture of a grasshopper, um, uh, which represents the plague. So Pharaoh will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring my hosts, my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great acts of judgment. And here we again see God's actions in destroying a certain people. Um, and so we need to sit and sort of talk about this for a little bit. 
That's what we do on the next slide. So what was God's point with the flood and the locusts? So first of all, we discussed that he was angry and dismayed at the choices that people were making. And these were clearly, the actions that he was doing were clearly meant to punish a group of people for acting in ways that God did not approve of. And as we'll see um, later on in the Bible, there is a, a split in terms of what God does for people who are knowingly disobedient to him. Hey, I know there's a God, I'm going to do something different, so I'm intentionally staying away from God versus sins that are more out of ignorance. Oh, I didn't know that was a problem. So there are two distinct sets of punishments um, for those situations. And so I kind of try to get kids to think about what do they think? When it comes to COVID, is it a punishment? And so they can think through it a little bit and um, they can sit with that idea and bring up some, some thoughts. And then there's one more story that we really need to talk about, and uh, that's what's coming next. Uh, on their screen, they're going to see a picture of Job, and this is taken from the Bible Project's uh, Job video. Um, and I refer back often to Bible Project materials as kind of a key uh, anchor point for this ministry. Uh, that's because they look very specifically at the question of what are the biblical authors trying to say based on how, what was understood linguistically and culturally by the Hebrews at the time of the writing of the Bible. Once we have a handle on that, it makes it much easier to say how we interpret this um, into our daily lives today. And just so you know that that's how we or put together this ministry. And Job's story is actually referred to frequently because it sort of mirrors what kids go through with divorces. They didn't do anything wrong, but yet they're having to deal with the aftermath and the um, different aspects uh, that are unpleasant that have to do with the divorce. So with both the floods and the locusts, what else did God do? And that is for Noah and the people of Israel. So this is the idea that we're starting to turn our attention to almost this dual nature of reality. And that is, while God was punishing, he was also doing something very, very important um, that we need to understand um, sinks deep into the character of God. And that is, he is one that will rescue and the kids then see a, a rescue buoy, and that is um, getting us to pivot and begin to see that there may be aspects going on that we don't originally see that are very good for us and bring us closer to him and his lordship. So now we talk about the freedom of choice. And for Little Pieces Club Ministries, um, what will go on to later become the private Christian journey is all about how we use and embrace our ability to make a choice. And so some of that is how we choose to see how different things are happening around us. So the question that I put in front of the kids is, is COVID scary or is God trying to rescue us in some way? And these are just meant to be discussion questions to see how kids think through these types of things. 
So if God loves us so much, he doesn't force us to see one thing one way or another. And that's the important point that I'm trying to get across, is that we have this ability to perceive and make a choice about what we perceive. And so then I give them a pretty neat um, example of what I'm talking about. So you see an optical um, illusion or basically an optical trick where you're looking at a white cup that when you see again has two faces looking at each other. And so we talk about what this is a picture of. And then we look at, is the picture actually one thing or is it both things? So if a simple picture can have a dual nature, why can't God or why can't the actions that God takes have that same dual nature? So you can choose to look at the cup for a little while or you could choose to look at the faces. Sometimes your brain just kind of, once you see it, will toggle back and forth. And that's the point, is that once you see both aspects of the reality, you can see them both and then make choices based on that. So is God like this to us? Yes, God can seem scary, but he can also be rescuing us at the same time. So when he makes changes in the world, it can be very scary because we don't understand his plan. But he is always trying to rescue us and give us gifts like Job, even though we might not think we deserve them or even notice. And I will apologize. I skipped a little bit forward. So when they see Job, I'm encouraging you guys to stop the video, go find the Bible Project video and watch that whole video where we see the fact that God gives permission to the enemy to mess with Job in very profound ways. And Job becomes angry and Job's friends try to help, but they don't, which is another reflection of reality. And then we see this conversation that Job has with God. And that's the point. God never leaves us. He's there and he will provide an explanation to a point. But he is also a giver of free gifts because Job didn't really not pass the test or pass the test, um, but God restored him just the same. So um, that loyalty, I guess, maybe uh, what we're trying to preserve is that even though bad things happen, kids can stick with God and the concept. So another discussion question comes at the kids, and that is, what has been like the flood and locusts to them when it comes to COVID or just life in general, uh, like the divorce? And what gifts has God given you in these past three weeks or the past few weeks of COVID? Um, again, this was at the beginning. Um, so you can very quickly pivot a question like this to, well, how has the divorce caused problems? And then how has the divorce um, allowed new and better things to occur. And when kids can then see that dual reality, it becomes a lot easier for them to process what's happened and move forward. And then if you've uh, been through other episodes, you will understand the concept of Lectio Divina. But if this is the first time you're going through, um, then we will talk about it. 
So um, each week, uh, there is a certain way that we can read scripture. And when I did this in person, uh, believe it or not, the kids really enjoyed it. Um, so that's why I've left it uh, in the routine of Little Pieces Club Ministries. And the way it works is this. You read a passage of scripture four times. And the first time you read it through, you just simply ask the question, what short phrase or word stands out right now? And that is reflecting what that verse of scripture is trying to teach you in that moment. It's a way to see scripture as a living, breathing um, set of words from our creator that help us in the moment. And then you read it through again and you say, what, why would this specific passage be used by God? And then you get a sense of what its meaning is. And then you read the passage another time, and this is called the responding step. And that is, what are you going to do? Sometimes it's as simple as accepting the free gift of wisdom that God is giving you, or the free gift of comfort. But it may be convicting and telling you, well, you need to do this. And so you can set out a plan um, of which you're going to um, act upon this uh, scripture. And then finally, once you've decided all of that, you read the scripture again in a resting mindset. And I describe the kids, it's as if you're putting your head in God's lap and just resting, knowing that you just received a message from your creator. And this is something that can be done once a week, it could be done every time you read scripture. Um, it's just an, uh, an ancient practice uh, that is and can be quite meaningful for folks. So in this case, um, the, the passage is Romans 8.18. That is, I believe that the present suffering is nothing compared to the coming glory that is going to be revealed to us. And you would just read through that another three times, each time reflecting on what it is. And if you haven't figured it out, um, I'll just tell you. Um, the themes that we go through here in Little Pieces Club are fairly simple, so the kids can grasp them. But I've also heard plenty of adults say that they need to hear them as well. So one of the underlying principles of Little Pieces Club Ministries is, in order to help your child, uh, you need to first grab your oxygen mask. And so if this can bring you closer to God in all of the things that you're going through, then um, that's a blessing. And I hope this ministry blesses you as much as it will bless your children. Um, and we'll talk more about that in just a minute. So every week I try to do an activity. And so the kids are seeing a slide of balloons at this point. And one of the things that we would always do in Little Pieces Club when we met face-to-face -face was use balloons that mimic the colors from the uh, Disney movie uh, Inside Out. And so we would write um, things that would happen uh, that had to do with joy, sadness, fear, anger, um, disgust, and uh, also fun uh, was uh, pink for Bing Bong. But um, anyway, we 
blow those balloons up and just uh, give kids the opportunity to write on the balloons. And it gives us um, another chance to even talk about how to communicate those emotions uh, with a very good metaphor. So handing those emotions gently to someone else is the ideal that we talk about as opposed to throwing them at somebody, which could have the opposite effect. So a lot of what we talk about is emotional intelligence in Little Pieces Club. So this is just something you can do at home that's pretty easy, is to give them a set of emotion balloons. And the point is that they're not to be permanent. Um, so if they do slowly deflate over time, you can use that as an object lesson as well. So I want to close this podcast um, with a, a short prayer, um, but also just the statement that um, I want any parent listening to this podcast to know that the most important uh, healer in the lives of their children is parent, is you guys. Um, And like I said, having your own oxygen mask and uh, getting yourself fully healed uh, to help them is really the point. Each individual divorce and separation situation is so different, um, but typically united by feelings of uh, all kinds. And it is common that parents uh, change their parenting practices during the time that they're recovering. And the hope is that Little Pieces Club can provide a little bit of a touch point for the kids um, to grow connected to God through this time of stress. And um, I also hope uh, that as a pediatrician, especially, that I do a good job in supporting your ability to help your kids heal as well, uh, because you are super important. And uh, feel free to drop questions um, and that kind of thing, because it can definitely um, help me generate materials for you uh, in upcoming episodes. So let's close in prayer. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, um, I just thank you so much for anyone who has been able to tune into this uh, because that means that they're interested in connecting to you, connecting to their children, and healing. Um, Be with them as they recover themselves and go through the grief um, that is going to be there, whether it's the grief of a lost relationship or the grief of a untouched childhood uh, for their children. Um, I just impress upon them uh, that you are there and will never leave them and that they can look upon the activities as stressful for sure, um, but know that you are with them and pursuing them and helping them heal themselves so that they can heal, heal, heal their children. So be with them uh, in the coming weeks, uh, and we just feel grateful uh, that Jesus and you are in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time.